What's up, guys? This is Mark here, the world's strongest man. You're listening to Bob Culture Podcast. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome into a very special on-location episode of the BCP right now. Very excited to welcome in a guest at this time, and, and I appreciate him making time. I'm outside in uh, Arthur Ashe getting ready for a big wrestling event out here, but we got to talk about a big wrestling event coming to the stage. It's coming to Jersey City this Monday. They have not one but two shows. I think there's only standing room only. For the second show, please welcome to the show. He is a director. He is a writer. I think uh, the official term for this one is producer and co-book writer. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Please welcome to the show the very handsome Mr. Jeremiah James. How are you, sir? Welcome in. How are you? Man, what an intro. You should be my press agent, baby. <laughs> I, I appreciate that, dude. And, uh, of course, the musical is called The Last Match. We'll talk about it in a little mm-hmm. bit. But, dude, thanks for putting up with me on location today. Thanks for making the time. How are you, man? Dude, I'm doing great, man. And thank you for having me and, and having us on to talk about the show. I mean, it's been killer. I mean, we've had such an adventure putting this show together. So we're honored to be here and, you know, just jealous that you're out uh, getting to see AEW. I'm stuck in working. You know the deal. So you're you're a fan. You've been a wrestling fan for some time, huh? Dude, my whole life, man. Since the time I was a little kid. I mean, that's really where this whole concept came from. I mean, I've been a lifelong wrestling fan, diehard, you know, started in the cartoon 80s era following the likes of hulk hogan and you know and and the warrior and all i mean all those colorful cartoon characters from that time period and you know even all the way through my 20s like there was never like a lull where i just didn't follow or wasn't a fan of the industry but then as i got older it became you know more just not just being a fan but like respecting the wrestling business and the artistry that goes into it how they put their bodies through things you know you still love the storytelling you love all that but as you get older you kind of start to realize like man what these guys are doing and these ladies are doing, it's so, it's so impressive. They're able to do this 360 days a year. You know, it's wild to me. So that was where like this whole idea of like doing a musical and bringing this world that I know and love to a world of wrestling, uh, those two worlds just collided. And, and here we are bringing it to life. I love it, man. And when I first heard about it, bro, and guys, let's mention this right now. James is doing concert rehearsals. He made time in between rehearsals for this, man. Show on Monday. I'm very, very excited, man. Um, When I heard about the meeting of these two worlds, like I'm a drummer. I'm from like the local band scene coming up uh, in Asbury Park like area. Uh, So big musician. I I teach drums. I teach drum lines. And uh, I heard, and now I'm involved with the wrestling, and I heard these two worlds merging immediately, like, I'm in. I love theater, man. But I'm thinking, like, is this going to work, man? Like, this is either going to take off or maybe people aren't going to get it. Like, how is this going to work? Is the music going to hook? Is it going to hit? And uh, we got a little sneak preview, man. And it was really solid, man. I'm excited to see the performances, man. But um, tell us how this came together, man. And now you're doing the rehearsals. Like, is this is your envision like coming to life here? Yeah. You know, I got to tell you. When we started this, there were so many people who told us or told me specifically, this will never work. You'll never be able to merge these two universes. I'm telling you, it's just wrestling is wrestling, theater is theater. And I just get really pumped when people tell me that things will never come together. Like that just motivates me more to prove that it can be done. And for this, it's been 
such an amazing experience, you know, to, to be able to write the script with my writing partner, Jason Hughes, he was really the linchpin in this whole project in the beginning. Cause you know, you have this idea, he's really the genius writer. I'm more the one who comes in and cuts things and changes things. And, you know, and when I pitched it to him, I said, look, we're going to figure out the story, but I've got this idea. It's going to be fully immersive and it's going to be a wrestling event that just happens to be a musical. He was like, man, I'm in. And now we're at this place where, it's working. And, you know, when you do things from, you know, the world that I come from, you know, it takes years and years and years of development. The average is like a Broadway show takes 12 years from the moment that it starts its conception to when it actually makes it there. And there's all these stops along the way. This show, I have never experienced anything like the actual speed in which the hype behind it, the excitement behind it, you know, wrestling fans, being one myself, it's it's a universal love, man. You can go anywhere in the world and you could sit down and watch a wrestling show with a bunch of wrestling fans. Doesn't matter what part of the world you come from, doesn't matter what your politics are, doesn't matter anything of that crap matters. You're a wrestling fan, I'm a wrestling fan. And we're here together and let's just love wrestling. And it's that spirit is really what I wanted to bring to this show. And it has just taken off like a, a brush fire, man. It's wild. And then at the same point in time, to be able to tell this story, it's, you know, it's a universal story. It really is. Um, it, the idea behind it all is that if you could no longer be the person you had always identified yourself to be, who were you going to be then? And would that person be enough into the next phase of your life, you know? And also this underlying idea that, you know, there's always somebody coming to chop it at our heels to like, you know, be the next big thing. And you, at one point it ends for all of us. We have to retire. We go into this last phase of our lives and it's a, it's a frightening thing for all of us to have to face in our lives. It's just told through the tropes of wrestling. And I tell you, you know, it's been so exciting for me to see it come to life because really what this is, is it is a wrestling event that just so happens to have music and be told through music, right? So when people come as wrestling fans, it's written by wrestling fans for wrestling fans. So like there is no, you know, coming to a Broadway theater and having to sit there. It is a wrestling yes. event. And so every one of these performers had to go through wrestling training. We have incredible trainers and in Offa Jr. and Bull James. Great they've been training all of our actors. Such great dudes, man. And, you know, uh, our star of the show is an international superstar, Ramin Karamloo. He was so game. He, he loved wrestling his whole life. I had no idea. We'd been buddies for years. All of a sudden, he's like, dude, I, I would love to do this with you. Let's do this. And I'll, I'll totally back you on this. I would dream to be a pro wrestler. So, you know, really, man, to see it all come together, and uh, as everybody will see, what they're going to see on Monday is a truncated version of what the vision is going to be, but it will give everybody a sense. You're going to walk in there. You're going to see the ring. We're going to tell you a story that is, takes over place of our version. It's, like a, it's called World War V. All of these characters were uh, completely invented. It's a world and a universe that we built, um, but it takes place in the 1980s. All of the music is 1980s rock, you know, oh, that man. really fun, hard rock, like Guns N' Roses meets glam rock meets, you know, and then wrestling. And it's just one story told throughout. And everybody there had to learn to be, uh, and I want to I, I be very clear, they are not pro wrestlers. The actors are actors who learned to pro do pro wrestling, but they're not pro wrestlers. You know, so, you know, that takes years of training <laughs> and years of work. Um, but often them have really 
really been amazing in teaching them the ropes of uh, pro wrestling across the board. We're just excited to show it to everybody. Uh, that's and that's a soundbite right there, man. I love that you respect the business. Like you're not just some guy like that doesn't know the business. Like uh, so many things you said, like today, I'm like, yeah, I'm an R-Clash. Like, yeah, you're at AEW. Like you know the deal, man. Uh, and you pay attention to the product. Uh, you mentioned like Alpha and some of the great trainers that, that we work with uh, from ISPW, man. And um, yeah. the best way I could put it, man, is like, um, like my dad's always been very supportive of, of me musically and stuff like that. He doesn't really get the wrestling thing right now. But when I told him about the music, I was like, oh, yeah, like maybe I can come because, you know, we love going to the theater, man. And I think you kind of talked about that. Um, I think even on the website, I forget what the, the uh, quote was, but it's something about the uh, two sides of the same coin or something like that. Wrestling right. theater. Um, and and yep. is that kind of your philosophy just because you talked about it at the preview, just getting kind of new eyes from like people who aren't fans of wrestling or, or vice versa. You know, you can kind of get mm -hmm. uh, two different markets. Yeah. Well, you know, the funny thing is wrestling. And that's the perfect way. It really is two sides of the same coin. I mean, wrestling is theater. It just is. And it is told, you know, they go into that ring. They tell us a story over a year long storyline that we follow. And they come out and their script, they have scripts and then they obviously can go off script and they can, you know, do things. And, but wrestling is just another foot in the world of theatricality. Right. So what about bringing that world that I know of theater and telling a more in-depth story over just an hour and a half of a musical, right. That happens to be, and it's a pro wrestling event that happens to be a musical. So they're really, much closer than people want to think that they are. You know, everybody, we live in a world now where everybody's so trying to be fractured. It's like, you know, if you do this, you can't be that. And if you like this, you can't like that. But I like you know, this that's, guy. I just, I'm with you. I don't buy yeah. any of that. Like, I'm sorry. Just because I love AEW doesn't mean I hate the thing. I have to hate WWE. It doesn't mean that I think that the indies are crap. It doesn't, none of that's true. Why can't we just enjoy it? Like, it's just, I enjoy it, man. I love going to theater. I will see Phantom of the Opera. I think that's the coolest thing. And then I can leave there and go to an AEW show and have my mind blown in a whole different way. Things wow. don't have to be ex mutually exclusive. They can all, they can work together, you know? And, and the craziest thing is through this process I've seen is that people like, I tell you like major, like Tony winning theater, theater people going, I love wrestling. I've never yeah. told anybody, but I love wrestling. I've all loved yeah. it since I was a kid. I just, can I be a part of the show somehow? Or, you know, other people going, you know, man, I, I've never known anything about wrestling, but I would come to this. My goal is twofold. I want wrestling fans to walk out and go, man, they got this. And they told me a story in a way through wrestling that I never thought I would see. And wow, what an amazing experience. And then I want people who've never seen the product or have stuck their nose up at it, never seen wrestling before. And then like, ah, that's somehow lowbrow below the blah, 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 you know kind of that yeah. ugly nature that we all know as wrestling fans, those people are out there, you know, I want them to walk out and go, man, I never knew anything about wrestling. Now I get it. Now I see why people think it's amazing. It is truly its own art form. These people are storytellers in their own right. And how amazing now and walk away. I'm a fan. Maybe I'll actually go see an ISPW show. Maybe I'll go and see an AEW show. Maybe I'll go and, you know, these people put their bodies on the line in a way that we as actors in, in film and TV and the stage, it's a totally different ballgame, right? I want people walking out respecting what wrestling truly is for it's the artistry of the storytelling, what these people do physically to entertain us and to have a true appreciation for wrestling in general. So that's my goal. And the other cool thing, man, when this even came up was 
you know, when I started telling people about it, <laughs> people come up to me. I was at an ISPW show and I kind of did a little thing in the ring with Tommy. It was like a dream come true for me to like get in the ring and like actually be in a wrestling ring and make an announcement about my show. And I'm so grateful to Tommy Fierro. He's been such an amazing partner on this whole ride. He's been said he's like one of the, the best guys I know. And, uh, you know, I have people at the ISPW show coming up to me going, bro, like, look, man, I love wrestling. Not a big theater fan. My wife hates for wrestling, but she loves the theater. He's like, but I think this is something we could go to together, man. I think we could sit together and actually really enjoy this, you know? And that's really the goal is like, we're going to tell the story. So theater fans enjoy that aspect of it. And wrestling fans walk out going, man, I never thought that I would see something like that. That was great. And that everybody, and especially when we get to the end of the show, which is, you know, got a lot of heart. You think of the kind of heart that Rocky has when he's yelling for Adrian at the end of that thing. And that's what we're going for with this, you know. And I think that people are really going to be blown away. I'm, I'm honored that the wrestling fans have trusted us so far. And I hope that uh, we deliver in a way that they feel truly understand that this is an homage to their world. That we're not trying to piggyback on anything. We're not trying to come in and do some kitschy thing. But this is, these are real wrestling diehard fans that wanted to tell a wrestling story in a way that would have wrestling fans go, they get it. These people get it. Very, very well said, man. And I got to, you know, as a journalist, we don't want to bury the lead here, man. So I got to ask you this one, man. It's excuse me if I'm screaming as the crowd is building and it's getting louder out here. I'm getting, I'm getting hyped, man. Just like I'm getting hyped for the musical. But uh, a lot of these fans down here, they know a name. If they're, if they're fans of wrestling, uh, a little name uh, used to be Zack Ryder. Now he's called, Matt Cardona, I thought this was an interesting move. And I use the word interesting because first, great business. I love it. But second of all, I thought the gentleman who I think he's one of the producers uh, or one of the writers who did it at the um, the preview, he did a phenomenal job. I believe that was the hero. I'm like, oh, this is like this is like uh, almost like a guest on or something like kind of kind of role. That's right. Um, 100 percent. Exactly. Yeah, I'm excited to see Gar Cardona. Tell us about the mindset there. I think this could be. This could be very interesting, very good. I'm very uh, curious is the word. Well, I'll tell you, man, Matt's such a great guy. He's such a phenomenal talent. I followed his career for almost 20 years. You know, like when he won the title, like when he won that Intercontinental title, like I got emotional, man, because I was like, finally, like give this guy, like let him run with it. And they just, you know, it, it, we all know, you know, the politics and wrestling, they didn't really give him the chance to, in, in, in the big machine there up in Connecticut to, to really run with it. And that always kind of frustrated me. But I love that he left that and went out on his own and he has like conquered the indies. And just he's killing it. Killing it. He's killing it. He's absolutely killing it. I mean, listen, brother, I, I wish I could tell you, like, you know, as, as a wrestling fan, like marking out and all that stuff, like I full on marked out for the guy. Like, you know, like when he was willing to even take my phone call and chat, I'm like, listen, bro, let's, let's get it out of the way. I'm a big fan. You know, I have been for a long time. You know, I got no problem telling you, but, you know, I'd love you to be a part of this. And the cool thing was that he got it right away. Like he instantly understood what we were trying to do. But uh, Phil, who actually is a, a co-producer on the show, and he's been the script supervisor because, again, Phil was a writer for the WWE uh, and worked for Monday Night Raw. And he was on the road team for a long time. Wow. Uh, I was important, like I said, that we did right by the wrestling world so that we had somebody that was like, look, if you're going to tell the story, you got to understand, like you guys have the basics, but we got to get a little bit tighter in certain places where wrestling fans expect this. We expect to understand that we need a little background. You're not giving us enough background here. We need a little bit more of this over here. Right. And Phil just happens to also be a fantastic actor in his own right. He did that for us uh, in the reading, but our hope was always to find a pro wrestler 
that understood what we were trying to do and come in and really a be you know badass in the ring but also go you know what, man i see how this could be good for the industry i see how this could build a new fan base and also you know zach whether well, the great thing about uh, matt rather is he's extremely savvy just in the world of social media the you know his fingers podcast, on the pulse of the yeah. industry his podcast you know he's like i see this on the horizon that this could be something that really tears it up so you know he's coming in uh to play the heel of the show and essentially i mean the funniest part is without saying like parts of it were written with him in mind you know like where it was just like some of the best heels out there and he's one of the best there is right now in the game and so like you know i'm like all he has to do is learn those lines and come in and just be himself with just an answer to the name of alexander swagger and he's gonna crush you you know he's he's great he's a great guy we're thrilled to have and he's gonna be singing right yeah brother i'm, I'm very and let's be real that guy's living his best life all right so i'm very 100%. excited for this I'll be there at both shows. Uh, real quick, I'd be remiss if we didn't put over Tommy. We've got to put over Tommy Fierro. He's doing a lot of work. Of course. we got to talk about Chamber promo, ISPW. Tell us how you linked up with them and why you decided to go that direction. Listen, like I said earlier, man, like Tommy's one of the best guys I know. Uh, I made, you know, when I started this process, when we had the script in hand and when I really got to a place where I felt we were, we were ready to move to the next place, I literally made one phone call. He was the first phone call on my list. You know, I had followed just his store on social media. Right. And I saw the stuff he would post and things about his store. And I'm like, you know what, man? He was having people come to his store to do signings. I said, man, I should talk to this guy. Like, I just seemed, he just has like a great personality based on his social media stuff. And then I just said, you know what? I, I'm going to send him an email. He probably won't get back to me. That happens a lot in our business, you know. And I literally sent him an email and I called him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then I left a message. And 10 minutes later, he calls me back. And I never made another phone call. I was like, you're my man. Let's do this. Teach me the ways and uh, be my guide through the world of wrestling and ways that I never, you know, because I'm a fan, but I'm not a promoter, you know. So right. these are aspects of that business that take years to learn and connections. And he was like, listen, I see this. I can see how this can be huge. And I want to be a part of it. And I'll be your guide through it. And I'm telling you, none of this would have happened without him. Uh, being as gracious and as kind and his beautiful wife letting me steal him away from time to time to make, you know, I mean, like I got, you know, I, I need to get him on the phone. We've got a lot of the moving parts, you know. So I'm just, I'm really grateful to him. And and I love his product at ISPW. He puts out great shows and he's just, a you know, he's one of the nicest guys in the business and I'm a firm believer in it. And so he's, he's helped us in ways I can't even tell you. He's the best. Giving a lot of people opportunities. That's my favorite word, opportunity, man. Yeah. Um, and it's so cool. And just thinking about uh, the roles and the cast looks phenomenal, man. Um, but I could see, and I, I know we're still in the very, uh, the infancy, the early stages here, but I could see, you know, uh, guest roles in the near future, other wrestlers coming in, other national yeah. names. I'm sure you have big plans. Uh, put yourself over, man. Tell us about you, man. I know uh, involved with theater, obviously a wrestling fan, which means a lot to me personally. You know what you're doing. Uh, where does the, you have like a musical background as, as well? What do you got going on over there? Yeah. So, man, I started performing when I was a, a, became a professional performer when I was 18 years old. I've done over 175 professional uh, shows over the years. I've been a long, long time uh, stage actors union member. Um, and uh, I started producing about 15 years ago because I just wanted something that I was in control of, you know, and I wanted to be able to tell the stories that I wanted to tell. 
Um, I've now written or co-written on my third musical now, this is the second that we're working on, but I'm currently working on a new one. Uh, I started becoming a lead producer, uh, directed concerts and, you know, cabaret shows and stuff for friends and been a consultant on a lot of different things. And really a big goal of mine has always been to bring theater more into modern times. It's, a, it's an old medium and I really yes. want us to get to a place where we uh, thrive just as much as social media thrives and as much as, you know, the movie industry has thrived and has to adjust to the times. And I also like to do things uh, a little bit differently. Uh, you know, if people work with me, they're going to work from a place of respect and kindness always. And, uh, you know, I like to build families and, and see things to go to a whole nother level of, you know, uh, a place that, again, this is a show that people kept saying couldn't be. And those kind of shows are what drive me. Like, I want to, I'm always come from the mindset of who says and why? Who says? Where's the rule book here that says I can't do something like this, right? And so for me, um, you know, I really just have wanted to create really innovative pieces of art and tell stories. And, you know, I've been a lifelong wrestling fan my whole life. And that was where this whole merging of things came from. So right now I'm currently in the revival of Funny Girl on Broadway as an actor because I still perform. And that's taken me all over the world. I was uh, in a band called Teatro overseas. We sold a little over a million records and, you know, had uh, a couple number one albums. And, you know, I've been very, very lucky in my career to have had a very long uh, and uh, longevity in my career as a performer. And, but producing has really become my passion over the years. So I'm just really excited that people are excited about the last match. They want to come see something that everybody said was impossible. You come out on Monday, you'll be the first to see what this show really is all about. Again, it is a wrestling event first. It happens to have some music in it to tell the story. And we're really excited to, to have a fan base come out and support the show. And, you know, just honored to be here talking to you and, and any other people that I've met across the board. You know, I'm sitting here talking to wrestling. I was on the phone with Bruce Barber Beefcake, who's one of our, you know, legends producers and i'm like how, you know how did i end up here man like how am i talking to some of my heroes from when i was young you know it's been a wild ride so honored to you took the time and I'm, and i'm excited for everybody to come out and share on the show i love it man jeremiah and i want to be respectful of your time man i know you're between the rehearsals dude uh before we get out of here we're all about that shameless promo here on the bcp tell everyone where they can get tickets i'll be at both shows I'm really excited. I'm going to be real with you. I'm going to be the referee. I'm going to call it down the middle. I'm going to let you know what I think. That's take, what man. I want to see. Listen, shows, listen. Bro. I'll tell you right now, my whole goal is I want folks like you guys to come and tell us what you think. We don't want, listen, we can't improve unless people tell us what they really think. But I, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling confident that okay, the good. wrestling world is going to come and see this show and go, I get it. I get it. They didn't shortchange us. They delivered on what they said they were going to deliver on. They did it with respect to the industry. They respect the business and respect to wrestlers in general. And, you know, I mean, listen, Mickey James is one of our producers. And I got to tell you right now, if she sees something in this show she don't like, she's not going to hide it from me. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so, awesome. you know, uh, I'm excited to hear your thoughts. And, you know, hopefully maybe we can hop on again and you can give me a true lowdown for all your fans. Dude, that sounds great. And I will give you a much better... Uh, there's airplanes flying over. There's a lot of noise. There's a good vibe, but I'll give you more professional time uh, next time, dude. Uh, thanks for coming on, man. I'm excited for the musical. Mm -hmm. uh, thanks for the time. And just continue success, man. I'll see you Monday. Thank you so much. Appreciate bro. it. Yeah. See you on Monday. Uh, go to lastmatchmusical.com and get your tickets there for the 2.30 show or the 7.30 show. We're at standing room only for the 7.30 show. So if you want to get a seat, you got to get there early 
because it's just general admission and those who aren't early are going to be standing. So come and have a good time and see something that's never been done before. I love it. And Jeremiah, finish up that rehearsal so you can get over here and uh, join us for AW. I think Danielson's got it tonight. We'll see what happens. He, bro. It's going to be Danielson. 100%. I think so, too. All right, guys, <laughs> you always stay here on the BCP. Everyone stay safe, stay positive, take care of each other. We out. Peace. Take care.